Hey, welcome to the Pretty AF Podcast. I'm Asli Maslow, a brand coach, speaker, author, marketer, and the founder of Pretty AF and the Babble Boutique. I help entrepreneurs going from living paycheck to paycheck in a job they hate to thriving in a career and life they love. This is your place to learn from me and other entrepreneurs that are Pretty AF inside and out. We get into how to create income doing what you love while finding balance between your wellness, beauty, travel, and philanthropy. If you're ready to get inspired and have actionable steps to build the life you love, then you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hey, welcome back to the Pre-AF Podcast. I'm your host, Asley Maslow, and this is a solo episode all about calls to action. So calls to action, also known as CTAs, are a marketing term, and they're super important because they're what is going to really help you reach your goals with your marketing efforts. So if you're putting out all this great content, maybe freebies, maybe entry-level offers, you're going to always want to have a next step for people. When you're doing any type of training for people, or even if you have a service or a product, you, people want to feel taken care of and they want to feel like you're the expert and you're guiding them to what to do next. They don't want to finish something and be like, okay, well now I'm kind of lost. You want to be the one that tells them what the next step for them should be. I know some people have trouble with what to put or sometimes they feel repetitive. So I'm just going to kind of go over my best tips for calls to action in this episode. Now, something I noticed a lot of entrepreneurs do is they'll put like three to five different calls to action in one post or one newsletter and You do not want to do that. The more options you give someone, the less likely they're going to take any of them because you're overwhelming them with options. Think about yourself when you're opening an email and it just has all these different things for you to do. You're probably just not going to do any of them because it's so overwhelming. Whereas if the email mentioned the same thing three times, you to do, you're more likely to do it because there's only one thing for you to do. Another thing is whatever the call to action is, you don't want it to be something that is unrealistic. So the quicker whatever it is you want them to do takes, the better. If your call to action is something like answer this question and make sure it's like three paragraphs, like that is not realistic for someone scrolling on social media versus if you post, drop an emoji if you relate to this. That's a lot more likely going to happen because it's easy to do. And then from there, you can DM that person or engage with them more, etc. So I think my first tip is not to give too many calls to action. My next tip would be on what to choose for your call to action. I would always base it on your goals. It shouldn't just be something random. So what I mean by base it on your goals is if your goal is to fill up your one-on-one coaching spots, then you're going to want to lead people to whatever's then going to get them to 
get into your coaching spots. So if you offer discovery calls, you're going to want to lead them to things that's going to lead them to that discovery call. So some of the calls to action on your posts can be like apply for my one-on-one coaching. It can be very direct like that. You could also point them to a freebie that shows them that you know what you're talking about. And then from that freebie in an email or at the end of it, if it's an ebook at the end of it, you want to then point to getting on your coaching call or your discovery call. My second tip is make sure your calls to action relate to your goal, your current goal, whatever that is. If you're wanting to grow your social media and get more engagement, then you're going to have calls to action on social media that are things like drop an emoji or share this to your story or tag three friends, things like that, that's going to help with your reach. And of course, sometimes you might be wanting to grow your social media and also sell out a course or your one-on-one offer. So you might be doing a little bit of both, but the more you can focus on one thing and keep repeating it over and over again, the more likely people are going to actually do whatever it says. And I know a lot of times with marketing, it feels like we're just repeating ourselves so many times, but people need to see something like eight times before they even completely register it. For example, someone I went to high school with were friends on Facebook and I kept seeing him post this graphic and like I never really paid attention to it until about the eighth time I had seen it and I realized that he was dropping a single. He's a musician. So just because people even might see it doesn't mean that they actually took the time to look at it and register what what you're actually saying. Oh my gosh, we have to stop meeting like this. I'm totally kidding. But I wanted to let you know that I have three ebooks for free on my website. And if you go to asleymaslow.com and click courses, it's right under my courses. I have one ebook on how to grow your Instagram, one on how to get started as an influencer on Instagram, and a third on how to make your first hire doing all the things that you currently hate doing. So I will let you get back to your episode, but I wanted to let you know about those goodies. So don't feel like you have to be super creative with coming up with things that are unique. Just make sure that they are related to your goal. And then, like I said a little bit, I think the third tip would be make it something easy Make it not something that is kind of an unrealistic expectation. Make it as easy as possible so that more people are likely to do it because you're not asking them to do something that's going to take a lot of time or a lot of effort or anything like that. Another trick that a lot of people are using lately, if you're trying to survey your audience on Instagram stories, which is kind of a form call to action. It's not exactly what you're necessarily going to use 
to support whatever your current goal is, but it can help you learn more about your audience. So a strategy is to start with questions that are just kind of fun. Like, do you prefer tea or coffee? And then you can have the little poll dogs or cats, and then you have the poll. And those things probably don't really matter to your research of your ideal clients. But then after that, once people have answered a couple questions like that, they're more likely inclined to answer the questions that you actually want them to answer. So that would be more related to your niche. So like for me, it might be Do you need more help with your personal brand or your business brand? And then if they've already answered a couple questions, they're a lot more likely to answer those questions. So I think this is just going to be a super short episode, but I hope those three tips really help and that kind of extra how you can use your stories to get some more demographics or information on your current audience. And I think the last thing is just make things very easy. I think a lot of times we really overcomplicate marketing and I like to look at it as if you were the consumer how would you feel about if you saw this email or this social media post? Would it stop you in your tracks? Would you actually read all of it? I know a lot of times we feel like we have to give people a lot of content or we have to write this long newsletter or we have to write a super long caption for it to be valuable. And the reality is the quicker you can get someone from point A to point B, the happier they're going to be because people don't have a lot of time. And if they're reading this long story about your grandma and all this stuff, and then you finally get to a point that's like kind of mediocre and doesn't really even help them, they would have much rather read something that was quick and to the point and that gave them value versus having it be more so about you and solve their problem really quickly. So, I know I used to do this a lot, especially even with my first course. You try to pack so much into one thing, but if through your captions or your newsletters or your smaller offers, if you can solve one problem as quickly as possible for people, then that is going to be the best thing you can do. So I hope this episode was helpful all about calls to action. If you have any questions about anything I said in this episode or about calls to action, marketing, branding, feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram at Asley Maslow or email me at asley at asleymaslow.com. I'll see you next week in a interview episode. Thank you for taking this time for yourself to get one step closer to a life you love. If you love this episode, it would mean the world to me. If you left me a review on iTunes or whatever you're listening on, tell me what you want to hear more of or your favorite parts of the episode. Until next time, I'm Asley Maslow. Lots of love. And don't forget, you're pretty AF.